So I challenge you to live with intention, not just what you think, but with every word you say, with every choice that you make. Then order the life that you want. Be specific with every little detail. That's how you will create a life that's blaze iconic when every detail is intentional and every single detail is impressive. Welcome back. This is Nina Blaze, your best friend on the airwaves. You are listening to Blaze Iconic. Today is February 18th of the year 2021. And it's a significant day today because it's the first time that you are hearing my voice this week. Um, Had to take a technical break and get some things together for my studio. So I am enjoying the fact that as I create these podcasts for you, the need to upgrade equipment um, and just investing more and more into better sound and uh, better information as I'm delivering it, has really given me a lot of joy this past week. I have, however, really missed being here and just talking to you all. So thank you to all my listeners that have reached out, you know, whether through the email or just on Instagram. There's ways that you can get me there. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at Nina X Blaze. And you can, of course, catch up on all the podcasts through Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to me through Apple, um, even Spotify, please, please do share. That way we can get more people to not just listen in, but, you know, come on the live when I'm on um, Saturdays at 11 a.m. on IG Live, where... I like to open it to a discussion in regards to the material I've shared in the previous week. So what we have been talking about is two things. Number one, this is Black History Month. We've been talking about black Americans who have lived or are living currently an iconic life. Um, Not just iconic, but what? Blaze iconic. That's right. And then we've also been uh, talking on the subject matter continuously. We're always talking about self-love and creating a life with intention. And as we're talking about love, we also started on the five love languages. So we're going to get right into this week's love language. And that love language we're going to talk about is quality time. Okay. Now, I wanted to pick a really good um, black American hero, or I'll say in this case, Shiro, that I wanted to honor here on the podcast, because not only have they, has she set records that to this day hasn't been broken, but indeed she lived a very 
iconic lifestyle so much so that I would definitely say she is ablaze iconic in the way she lived her life. And I'm talking about Florence Griffith Jr. Now, she was born Florence Dolores Griffith Joyner um, on December 21st of the year 1959. So she is better known as Flojo, the American track and field athlete, right? Flojo was known not just for her speed, but um, her nails, man, she had these really long, beautiful nails. Now, the records that she holds is for um, both the 100 meter and 200 meter dash. The 100 meter is also called the hectometer. And she finished at 100 meter dash in 10.69 seconds, I believe it was. Of course, I don't have that information right in front of me. Um, but she did finish it in under 11 seconds. And then she set the 200 meter dash record and did that in uh, roughly 21.34 seconds. Okay. And let me go ahead and retract the 100 meter. She finished in 10.49 seconds. And both of those records were created uh, by her in 1998. And uh, I'm sorry, 1988. <clears throat> Let's get it together. You can't see me right now, but I'm not wearing my glasses. So um, I did have to retract that. That was in 1988 when she set those records um, at the Olympics. Okay. And um, when she was in the Olympics, she did go on to win three gold medals at the 1988 Olympics. Now, uh, she did retire um, the following year in February of 1989. And we lost this awesome Shiro um, because of an epileptic seizure that she had while she was sleeping. And uh, she passed on at the very young age of 38 in the year 1998. So Flojo, who set record times um, in the Olympics as a runner, as a black woman. She is absolutely a blaze iconic shiro that you can follow. Now, talking about quality time as a love language. Do what you love, love what you do. The things that you say you love, do you spend time with them? If you're going to a eight-hour job and you really don't love your job, you need to start thinking about how you're going to transition. One day, you need to come up with a plan where you're going to do a job that you love so much it doesn't even feel like work. Good chance that that job means that you won't be working for someone else but working for yourself. But now... Let's be clear about options. There's great benefits to being an entrepreneur and running your own business, but let's not overlook the fact that there's also great benefits and lots of blessings in working for someone, working for a company where you don't have to take on all the responsibilities of ownership as the owner of the business. But if you get with a good company 
and they share the same, you know, goals or mission as you and gifts. And they allow you to operate in such a way that they support your professional growth, even your personal growth. And uh, you are being appreciated on the job and your contributions matter. Your knowledge for those contributions um, then that's also a really great place to be. So don't feel that if you're not owning your own business, then you're just not living the life. No, you can definitely work with someone else and partner and have a very good and happy life. Because remember, it's not about making money, but it's about making a good life. Okay. If you do what you love and love what you do, the money will just come to you. Okay. Um, I oftentimes say that, you know, money is a resource. God is the source. So if you're out there chasing after money and you're just not getting it, if you're not satisfied, if you're constantly finding yourself in debt or falling short or not having enough, and if your focus has been on making more money, then maybe, just maybe, you might want to sit down and really pray and meditate and ask for some, you know, supernatural universal guidance because one of the reasons this podcast exists is because I am a living testimony to the way so many things in my life has turned around and none of the things that took place for me were outside of the realm of faith sheer willpower perseverance and the dedication to the the fact that I'm just not going to give up. So I believe that life has a way of bringing out the best in each person if they would rise to the occasion. Okay. Um, I think the saying that nothing comes easy, nothing good comes easy means that, you know, to reap the benefits of the seeds you've planted. You can't just put a seed in the ground and then walk away, you know, and come back in a few months when it's, you know, what you would call harvest time and expect that a plant just comes up out of nowhere just because you threw some seeds in the ground. You know, you've got to till the ground. You've got to take care of it. You've got to weed it. You've got to nourish the ground, you know, the soil where the seed is. You've got to water it. It's got to get sufficient sun. It's got to get sufficient hydration. It might need to be transplanted once it reaches a certain stage you know it is a process before you actually get to reap right the benefits of that fruit of that seed and I think in today's instant digital age we're in there's no such thing as a process it's like press a button click 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 there we go we're online on the internet you know run through a drive-through many of you do and you say give me a number five or give me a number eight And the person in the register goes, click, click, click. You pull up, swipe your card, get your food, drive off. And there isn't anything anymore that supports the process of delayed gratification. That it's not about the end result. Like it's not about just getting your food. It's not about just graduating college. It's not about just getting that raise. It's the journey, the growth process, the challenges that you have to overcome on the way to achieving that thing. Those are the things that enrich you. And those are the things that I want to emphasize 
falls under the category of quality time. Quality time as a love language is so very, very important. I will go ahead and say that regardless of where quality time falls, um, you know, in that order of one to five, you know, one being, you know, the most important and five being the least important as far as your love language, regardless if, if quality time is number one on your list or it's number five on your list. Quality time is so very important. The process of the journey that you um, invest in with your significant other really matters. You know, if you're sitting down with your significant other on the same couch and they're watching television, but you're sitting there on your phone, but you're together, you're not interacting or talking with each other but you're physically together in the same space, in the same room. I'm sorry, that's not quality time. You're not interacting with each other, okay? So I am going to review some things just to help you guys with what exactly is quality time. If you don't know what your love language is, I encourage you to go to the website, fivelovelanguages.com, and that is the number five lovelanguages.com and you can do the um, free assessment that helps you uh, learn what your love language is. Now on this website you have some choices between you know quizzes, resources, events. You want to click on quizzes and then under here it says love, apology, or anger. So you guys can have fun with that and I'm just going to tell you, when you click on the tab for love under quizzes, there are a variety of quizzes on here, okay? You can do um, couples quiz, children's quiz, singles quiz, teens quiz. Yeah, so for example, if you've got a teenager and you need to find out what their love language is so you can connect with your son or your daughter, that would be a great quiz to give your teenager so that you can learn what their love language is. Now, for those of you who have teenagers, moms and dads, you can't tell your kids, especially teens, you can't tell them how they should be. By the time they're a teenager, a lot of their personality has been carved out, you know, personal choices, you know, events when they were children has molded and shaped them. And now you're wanting to talk to them as a teen. Please have them do that quiz. Also, on this page, you have the children's quiz. So if you've got, you know, little people under 13 years old, um, have them do that quiz because it can really be a great tool to help strengthen those relationships with the people you love. All right, so let's talk about quality time. What would you guys say is an example of quality time as it pertains to love languages? Don't know? All right, I'm going to give you a couple. Now, do know, yes, you can. You can go to your Google search bar and type in quality time, love language ideas. And there's quite a few um, in here. I'm going to click on one that's uh, at mod, mind, <laughs> mindbodygreen.com. And it says quality time is a love language and how to show love this way. Um, 
Signs that your love language is quality time. Oh, this is good. I'll review this for you. Spending time together is incredibly important to you. Um, more so than words, gifts, touch, or acts of service. Okay. Um, or maybe you get upset or disconnected if you don't spend enough time together, you know, enough time with your significant other. Um, or if you put a lot of emphasis on making your schedules work and making the time special. Those are just a few things um, as far as quality time. So quality time is by definition, by my definition, 100% attention on your partner doing a shared activity where your partner knows that they have your undivided attention, that you listen to the words they sing. You don't listen to respond. You listen to learn, right? What are they trying to tell you? And while you're spending quality time, like say, for example, say your girlfriend wants to go to, you know, um, a musical, well, taking her to the musical, but then sitting in your seat and just being on your phone the entire time, that's not quality time. You don't get brownie points for that. She's not going to, you know, find that as a loving thing. Like, well, golly, I took you, you know, to the musical. It's what you wanted, even though I didn't want to do it. I came with you. Quality time means that you're engaged with them in whatever that activity is. Okay. So I encourage you guys to take a look at the five love languages, do that assessment. And then if quality time is one of your significant other's love languages, be intentional with the way you spend your time when it's just the two of you alone. And if you're thinking, well, we really don't spend a lot of time alone, that my friend could be at the root or one of the roots of a problem that you either have now or are going to have in your relationship. So take these words of advice, have you and your partner sit down, do the love languages test. And that way you guys can learn how to start loving each other better because, you know, we can't love anyone more than our ability to love ourselves. And you might say, no, Nina, that's not true. I love my partner. I really don't like me. Well, then I'd go ahead and dare say that the way that you show your partner love is um, falling short and that you could love them better. Because if you don't really love yourself, there's no way that you can really and truly love someone else. I'm going to let that sink in because we're going to talk more about that in the upcoming days while we're talking about the love languages and, you know, first loving ourselves. So I want to leave you with this affirmation. I know we often start with affirmations. We didn't this time, but we are going to start with this affirmation. Okay. And I am going to read this to you so you can write this down. This is a self-love affirmation. All right. And here we go. I take responsibility for who I am, the bad and the good. Ooh, I hit you with that one, didn't I? Right over the head. <laughs> I take responsibility for who I am, the bad and the good.
All right, and one more time. I take responsibility for who I am, the bad and the good. And what that simply means is, you know, for the things about ourselves that need improvement, we're taking responsibility for that. We're going to, you know, look into how we can improve that part of ourselves. Let's say, for example, if you are given to, you know, anger pretty quick, if people in your circle closest to you, your family, your kids say something like, man, you know, mom always be getting angry. Dad is always mad. Take responsibility for who you are and sit down with yourself as a trusted friend or, you know, maybe look up a counselor and get to the root of that anger. Because before anyone gets angry, the seed where that stems from is a seed of hurt and pain and sadness and, you know, prolonging, um, dealing with that origin of pain, that origin of sadness is what can create within a person, that type of demeanor where, you know, they're always angry or they're short tempered and the people that love them the most feel like they got a tiptoe around them on eggshells or everything is great and dandy. And all of a sudden something just happens to set you off and you're really angry. That deserves a closer look. You deserve to have every area in your life when you reflect on it, make you feel good. If there's something inside of you that kind of makes you feel bad Then, my friends, I'm going to tell you this. As your best friend on the airwaves, I encourage you to seek out ways to learn how to love yourself. I hope you keep listening to this podcast because here at Blaze Iconic, my goal is to help you live a life with intention, to help you flip that switch, to break out of the loop of limiting beliefs so that you can live the life that you desire, that you create, so that you can become that person you've always wanted to be. It's not too late. All right. Remember that no matter what you're going through, even if we don't see how you will get through this. I do believe in you. All right. Let's close out with our blaze iconic hug. Stretch your left arm out and let's say it. I give love. Stretch your right hand out. I receive love. Wrap those arms around you. Squeeze real tight. Mm, mm, mm. I am love. All right. It's your girl, Nina Blaze, your best friend on the airwaves. And I will talk to you all again soon. Peace. So I challenge you to live with intention, not just what you think, but with every word you say, with every choice that you make. Then order the life that you want. Be specific with every little detail. That's how you will create a life that's blaze iconic. When every detail is intentional and every single detail is impressive.